Welcome to the Broly Commissioner Cast Podcast. I'm your host, the Corrupt Commissioner, Joe, joined alongside my co-commissioner, Brian. Coming into the final stretch of the regular fantasy season for the Bro League. Brian, we are here. It is week number 14, last chance for playoffs, and boy, there's a lot of open spots still left up. Oh yeah, we got um, three spots locked up, three spots up for grabs, mainly to really with how things are falling and the way the things shaped up. But, yeah, no, it's uh, definitely the week that makes boys into men and men into crying babies about how they should have started this guy and that guy and all that jazz. So So let's get right into it. All right. How many injuries do we have this week? Do we have a lot? Um, we had some big ones. We had a couple injuries, yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> it was just terrible. No, yeah. I mean, we had a couple people going down with COVID, uh, a couple people with, like, not nobody with, like, I don't think, like, season-ending injuries, but a lot of, like, limping into the week 14, which is pretty bad with the bye week coming up. Oh, yes. So, um, I mean, you know, we, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about injuries as we, as we uh, go to the, to the weekly thing. Why don't we just skip the injuries for now and go straight into the results? All right. First up, we have... Christian versus myself, not Christian. We have Chris versus myself. Um, I ended up taking the win. It was ninety nine point nine two to eighty seven point seven zero. This one was a little. Farther away than I thought it was going to be, to be perfectly honest with you. I thought Chris was going to be right up your butt with um, Stefan Diggs going into this last game, and you're lucky he did, that game was not a passing game for the Bills. Yes, I thought so too <laughs> up until I saw the weather report the day before, and I was like, there is a chance. Yeah. Um, because I was up slightly, um, and that game was one of the craziest wins I've ever seen. Uh, well, I think like it was 40 mile per hour? Is over forty up to f- yeah. I think up to fifty miles per per hour in pre games. Um, I believe one of the backup quarterbacks threw a pass to himself that ended up going backwards. Nice um, kicks, uh, field goal kicks ended up getting stopped on the way to the field goal. It, it was, was insane. insane. Yeah, um, yeah. So last week's podcast. Uh, I committed to Deshaun Jackson. That was a poor move. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I even on the podcast questioned you last week. I was like, you, yep. know, you think Jerry Judy's a little like you know? And then you said you wanted a big boomer bust, and, and uh, he busted. Yeah, did, did big old one point nine points. Let's just go through my team real quick. Dak had a down week at eleven points. Najee Harris had a pretty good week, bounced back from the week before with thirteen points. CD Lamb and Elijah Moore both putting up big numbers, fifteen points and seventeen points. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Cardinals' defense with 11 points, but yeah. the rest of my roster, everybody else under 10. It, it was just not a good looking, not a good show up for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, you had Kyle Pitts continuing to put under 10 points each game, like we just talked about. Was Deshaun Jackson, 6.8, which I mean, was the saddest thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, and then you had um, Joe Mixon who got hurt. One of the people that did get injured, not out, out, but injured during that game. Yep, only put up 9.4, and. Uh, Stevenson, which was the last minute switch from you, mm-hmm. um, instead of playing Dawson Knox, getting seven points over Knox's, I think, zero. 2.4. 2.4, excuse me. Yeah, he got he yep. did get two catches. Um, and then on Chris's side, I mean, Chris had, the he, you know, he was in the same situation. He had Matt Stafford, who got 24 points, which was a big score for him. 
Yeah. Uh, Tyler Lockett got 16 points, but the only other person that was over 10 was Saquon with 10.4. Yeah. But Everybody then, else flundered, and Chris had the biggest probably mistake of the week. Um, he benched Dallas Goddard. Yeah, benching Dallas Goddard for um, Zach Ertz probably hurt, though I w- it is a good play, in my opinion, playing Ertz b- without the hindsight, obviously. I thought he... I th- I thought I said it last week. I don't remember if I did. I said he mm-hmm. should have done the, the double the double tight end, mm-hmm. and that would have helped him out a lot. Yeah, I, I did say that he was going to bench Goddard, especially because Goddard at the game before put up only .5 points, so you didn't expect him to put up 25 this week. Yeah. Um, and then, again, Ertz just came off. Uh, you know, he didn't. He was on by, and then he just come, comes back, and he only puts up 1.5. It was really a mismatch. And then the other thing that didn't help Chris at all was that he had to play Rojo. We talked about his running back situation last week, how yep. he had very limited options. Only Rojo put up, po- put up .7. .7. .7. Not good, which definitely contributed to him uh, – for you squeaking out the uh, win by 12 points. So I, I snuck out the win. Chris still ends up locking his fantasy or his playoff position. Yeah. I keep my uh, playoff position alive. Um, and next up, we'll go to your game, Brian. Yeah. Uh, you versus Gooby. You ended up taking the win, I believe. Yes, which means I do not have to chug a beer on this podcast. 106.46 <laughs> to Gooby's 83.25. I believed in me, and the me believed in Gooby getting... Adam Thielen with point five. Does that points. mean I have to chuck a beer? No, no. Okay. It just it just means that if I lost, I would have got one. So we didn't we didn't say if if or, but well, uh, yeah, no. I mean, a couple things we did call on this. Um, you said this matchup would be close. We gave it to Gooby, mm-hmm. which was you know the other way around. And I said Church Clutch thrives in those close matchups, and this one wasn't even that close. It was over twenty three points. Yeah, twenty three points. So yeah, Gooby's team continues to to slide on that ten game losing streak. Yeah, uh, Gooby, we need you to step it up this week. Uh, but he was really hammered down by that Josh Allen game with the Buffalo game we just spoke about. He didn't he really had, get that many passing attempts. He had I mean he had thirty three players going up in that game. He had Josh Allen, yep. he had um Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary and he had Cole Beasley. Yep. So And you know, if you're not throwing the ball that much, I mean he threw the ball for thirty time thirty times, but those wins made it pretty much impossible. Yeah, had something good. he was he was fifteen for thirty. You know, he's You're lucky. He's lucky. Josh Allen got him eleven. Let's put it that way. That's uh, true. Yeah, and then and then like we said, Adam Thielen going down and being out, and he's out for this game this week. That's also yes. a big injury that happened for Gooby's team. Though Jonathan Taylor did put up his usual twenty five points. Twenty five, so. twenty four points for Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Twelve points for Logan Thomas. Twelve points for Michael Gallup. Everybody else on Gooby's team fl- floundered. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing of, for Gooby this week is Jonathan Taylor will not be playing because the Colts are on bye. Not only will Jonathan Taylor not be playing, as we said, Adam Thielen's not playing, and Logan Thomas went on IR, who I believe is off John Gooby's so roster. So we'll we'll go into that matchup in a little bit. Yeah, but it's looking looking like Gooby might finish uh, 11. 11. 2 and eleven, which you know isn't. I don't think it's. Just, Actually, two and eleven might be the worst record we have in the Bro League so far. But uh, we'll we check can, it. We we'll check, wrap. We'll, we'll wrap that all yeah. up next week. Yeah, we'll wrap up the records for uh, next week for regular season. But, but your, your team, Brian, you actually had some pretty solid performances across the board. You had Tony Pollard at fourteen. Yeah. You had Miles Sanders surprisingly at fifteen. He had twenty four carries. Look at that. He yeah. just ran the ball. <laughs> and he, I mean that was mostly in the second half, I believe, because yeah. he wasn't looking too hot in the first half. No, exactly. You had Michael Pittman at fourteen. You mm-hmm. had T.J. Hawkinson at twelve point nine. And you had Mike Williams with 13.5. Put up some points, yeah. The big thing that I think was I was disappointed in is, again, Jamar Chase only gets seven points. Yep. And He's kind of sliding down the uh, the point scale there. I don't know what's going on with that. And Patrick Mahomes at 12. Yes, that's also not the best, especially in a game where they went 22-9. and nine. So yeah. not not looking 
extremely positive, but at least, hey, at least I have a quarterback for next week. Yeah, so. for Jamar Chase, since week seven, he's only eclipsed double digits twice, mm. and those were both 11-point games. Yeah, so and then also sliding. and then also Tyler Bass, the uh, kicker, only still got three points in that windy game, so I'm happy about that for sure. Yeah, it's not like you were making a change on that. Yeah, the only thing that I could have left on my bench is I left uh, Damian Harris on my bench with 17, and I left Devontae Freeman on bench with 18 Did we points. talk about Freeman last week? I feel like we did, um, if you were going to start him. A little bit, yeah. I, I said that I was a little scared about starting Mooney, which I ended up did keeping in, and either putting in either Freeman or Williams would have definitely boosted my points for sure, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, luckily, Brian, like we said, this game did not matter for Gooby. Nope. It mattered for you. It kept you in the hunt. Yes, 100%. So you are rounding out that, that giant bubble that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's going to burst this week. We're, we're, we'll definitely get into it a little bit later in this podcast. It's definitely wow, Kevin a, is the worst. a five point. Kevin is the absolute worst. Five point uh, matchup for that, yeah. I just noticed this. Yeah. You know, we're just going to go right into this one. We have Kevin versus Christian. All right. Kevin ends up winning... 176.92 to 118.12. Yep. Another name change for Kevin. Kevin's team is on a freaking roll. Mm-hmm. But what are these name changes? So is every time he name changes someone, it's going to be the score? I, I do still stand by that was the highest score of the week. So right. so if it's the highest score of the week or he sets a record, I'm fine with it. I think it's just lazy. It, it is lazy, for sure. It's extremely lazy. It's, it is lazy. It is lazy. But, again, it is. it was the highest score of the week, and he can pretty much do what he wants when he's in first place. I, I, I hope he loses, like, uh, well, in the semifinals. Ooh, ooh, we'll see. We'll see. I hope <laughs> but, he I hope he loses. In the but yeah, Kevin. Kevin did get lucky coming back. Kyler Murray coming back, coming into this game questionable. Did put up thirty points on his first game back after all those injuries. Yep. Um, Eckler put up fourteen points. Fournette put up eighteen. Evans put up thirteen. Justin Jefferson put up monster 30. thirty after Adam Thielen goes down. Yep. Um, Mark Andrews only put up seven, but Josh Jacobs pulled it up with twenty. Keenan Allen put up another twenty, and then his defense put up fourteen as yeah, well. Yeah, that's uh, just a monster game. Uh, Keenan Allen is down right now. He has COVID, so we'll see if he actually plays on Sunday. And he is tested positive, right? He is tested positive. Okay. Yeah, but he is vaccinated, so we only need a 24-hour window yeah. for him to get cleared. Uh, on Christian's side, you know, you have Mark Jackson. Uh, not Mark Jackson. Lamar Jackson <laughs> with 17 points uh, coming back up after a down week last week, but not enough. Right. You have Cordell Patterson with 11. DeAndre Hopkins, 10 points. Van Jefferson, 13. Gronk with another big game at 20. At uh, nineteen point eight. You have Renfro at fourteen and his kicker at twelve. Um, you know he had a pretty good week. Um, yeah, it wasn't that bad. But we did both call that Kevin was going to do that, uh, take yeah. this game just because of how on a roll Kevin's team was. Yep. Um, I made the hot hot take that Brian Edwards was going to outscore Hollywood Brown, Devonte Smith, and Josh Jacobs because I thought Josh, Josh Jacobs wasn't going to play. He obviously did put up twenty points. Um, and you did think that this was going to be a hard matchup for Lamar, which it ended up not putting up, you know, Lamar Jackson not numbers. Lamar Jackson, but yeah, yeah. you know, it didn't it didn't really matter because you you still lost by fifty points, and uh, Christian's bench wasn't lined up for anything with all the buys coming up, and you know he was missing Alex Jones, he was missing Landry, he was missing uh, Foreman this week, which was a nice waiver wire pickup. So, not much you can do against Kevin's team. No, Kevin's team is a monster team right now, yes. and we'll see if anybody will be able to beat him once playoff times come. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we have Mike versus Johnny. Um, Mike ends up pulling the win, one fifty three point thirty seven to Johnny's one twenty five forty three. You know, Johnny's team actually had a pretty decent game. wasn't that bad, but it's Johnny's team. I think is definitely the one that had the most missteps this week for oh, sure. Yes. 
Um, we both didn't like Alex Collins being started. He definitely sat him, I think, listening to the podcast. But then he also messed up a lot putting in Boston Scott well, and think, leaving him in. I, I think Alex Collins was ruled out. He, I think he was. Was he? he I think he might have been ruled out. But either way, he w- when we were oh, doing no, the no, podcast, he was so he was like it was trending out, but he he ended up. And then and then we were sat fun. here and said, "What? Who do you replace Alex Collins with?" And he's Boston Scott question mark. And then he was questionable. He ended up not playing. So. Yeah. Um, so Johnny, you know, he had good games from Justin Herbert, twenty-five points. Elijah Mitchell, fifteen point nine. T. Higgins, twenty-four point three. Bengals went. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Sony Michelle, a late pickup for Johnny. That was a good pickup. Twenty points. Mm-hmm. Greg Zerline got eleven point nine, and the Buccaneers defense ten point two four. Johnny's big misstep, like we just said, Boston Scott. Yeah. Put up zero points. Not a. Johnny wanted to switch him out. He told me he yeah. wanted to switch in for Te- Tevin Coleman, but he didn't wake up in time. Bad move. That's just called sleeping. Yeah. That I mean, that's just if you want to make a change, like if you're waiting on making a change, just make the change. Just make the change. Like what, what were you? What were we gonna see? Like what were you waiting to see if Boston Scott was gonna get cleared to play? If you want to play Tevin Coleman anyway, just do it. Yeah. Especially if you don't think you're going to wake up. Like, but e- either way, I don't think it would have mattered because Mike's team kind of went off this week. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady put up 30 points. Dave Montgomery put up 25. Uh, Chris Godwin put up 22. George Kittle put up a monstrous 35-point game. Cooper Cup, <laughs> Cooper Cup put up 22 points. And uh, other than that, though, I mean, the, the rest of his players, like, didn't really show up. But they didn't need them. They didn't, yeah. I mean, those, those high scores offset Ezekiel Elliott put up six and, uh, you know, James Robinson putting up two, his kicker and his defense putting up six points total. I mean, you don't really need that, though, when you got guys putting up 30 points in your team. Yep. So, either way, Johnny loses this one by 25 points. Um, again, one uh, the situation where Johnny lost and now is thrown into the 6-7 bracket with everybody else, which we'll talk about in a second. But uh, before we do, last matchup that matchup, we have to talk about. Matchup of the week, we have Dom versus John Lolly. John Lolly taking the win, 127-49 to Dom's 96.97. This was the only matchup of 6-6 six and six teams this past week. And it was an important one. Very especially. important. Lolly ends up t- taking the step forward. Um, he had big gains from Alexander Madison at 19.9 points, filling in for Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. James Conner at 18.1. Jalen Waddle at 13.5. Big game from Javante Williams yes. with no Mr. Mayo Man there. Mm-hmm. 26.8 points. And Lolly's team, you know, he put up good points, and Dom's team just fell down. And I think the worst thing about Dom's team before we go over it is that his bench, nobody on his bench played. Nobody on his bench At all. He, this, is, this was his optimal team lineup because of how injury-ridden injury, injury and uh, bi-week situational hit this week was for him, which is definitely the worst place for this to hit. He Hard. had... He had good games from from Antonio Gibson at sixteen point mm-hmm. or nineteen point six. Yep. He had a good game from Deontay Johnson at twenty six point five. Monster game from him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But nobody else on his team did good. Four of the starters for Dom's team are now off his roster. Yes. And Carson Rent, uh, Carson Wentz, Matt Bereda, Kenny Galladay, and T.Y. Hilton. Yes, which we both of us told him to take out T.Y. Hilton last week and only put, ended up getting up three points. Yep. Um, Kenny Galladay only put up five points, especially now with the Giants going through all those injuries, especially with the quarterback uh-huh. situation there. Carson Wentz, uh, Dom needs a quarterback this week because Jalen Hurts, uh, Jalen Hurts is, is out and on by this week. And, yeah, it's just – I. 
I think Dom's scrambling a little at the end of this uh, season. And get if he would have won this week, he would have been a little more in the clear. Yes. But Lolly winning this week is definitely putting him right in the bracket of if he's going to make the playoffs or not. So definitely uh, uh, a great game, great matchup week for sure. And uh, all the wins and losses makes for a very interesting week 14 moving forward. Yeah. So let's get on to our weekly awards. First up, we have our Big Brain Plays of the Week. Number one goes to, I'll give it to myself for the last minute switch of Knox for Ramondre. Mm-hmm. It didn't end up making a big difference. Okay. But you know what? When the, when it, when we get down to it, points is points. Yes. And uh, Ramondre ended up scoring, uh, I believe, five points more than than Knox. Yeah, and I mean, you know, going into that Monday night game, having that option is always something where you're going to double think, double guess yourself and make you yep. like, oh, should I play this guy or this guy? This is going to make or break the week. You expect Chris to put up monster points with uh, Stefan Diggs. So, you know, you're thinking, oh, this is either going to make me lose the playoffs or straight up and you made the right call with the higher, the higher scoring person for sure. Yep. Next up, we will say John Lolly for picking, for sitting an active but hurt Darrell Henderson. Yeah, I do like this. Um, Darrell Henderson was active and able to play in that game, but he was a total, I think, roster call to kind of like you know fake out the uh, other team. He was active. He was able to play. He didn't get on the field once or take a snap. So um, seeing that one of your uh, your pro- your number two running back on your team is active and not throwing him in is definitely a big move, and it definitely ended up working out a lot for Lolly, especially in this crucial game. And it also ended up working out for our number one big brain play mm-hmm. of the week. Johnny picking up uh, Sonny Michelle early, uh, I yes. think right before the the injury talks, or right as they were rumoring that you know there something was nagging Darrell Henderson that he that might ended not up play. Getting worse, yeah, 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 for sure, and uh, definitely ended up working out because all those points that Lolly didn't expect from Henderson went straight to Johnny's uh, Sonny Michelle, and it was um, definitely one of the. It didn't obviously help Johnny win, but it made it a lot closer than it was. I mean, it made it a change. lot closer because now me and Johnny are within seven points. Yes. So getting those points for, especially um, moving into this to this week, it's definitely crucial that you get those and definitely a good pickup from Johnny, for sure. And over to our bonehead plays. I started with giving it to myself. Um, I played Deshaun Jackson. I, you know, we spoke about the boomer bustness of Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. I should have just went with Jerry Judy, got the guaranteed points. Yeah. And... I'm- you know what? It could bite me in the end, in the ass in the end if I lose by. I mean, you did less say you did say you and Johnny are within seven points right now. That's nine points you left on your bench. Um, I know personally yep. about leaving points on the bench this week, and it's definitely why I'm lowering points for. But yeah, I mean, going for the boomer bust to try and win the week over the the guaranteed points for you never know how that's going to shake out. But it's definitely the wrong call that you made on that one for sure. Um, the second one we're going to give it to is Chris for starting. Um, for benching Dallas Goddard. Yeah, starting starting uh, Ertz instead of uh, playing Goddard. Starting any of his flexes instead that, of Dallas That too, yeah. Um, again, I don't think this was a bad play in hindsight, though it's hard to not say, hey, listen, you started a guy that got less than a point, yep. and uh, your other option got 25. That's a big ouch. Again, it just all it did really was take Chris out of the contention for the top bye week spot in because he's already locked in playoffs, so it doesn't really, really matter, but it does sting a little bit seeing that many points left on your bench. And then our last one, while I got both the um, the first or the lowest big brain bonehead move plays, mm-hmm. Johnny gets the highest on both sides. Yeah. Worst big brain play of the week, 
Johnny for sitting for starting Boston Scott and not waking up in time to switch him out. I mean, you know, if you're making a if you're one of the people that are trying to claw your way to getting into this playoffs, oversleeping and not putting in somebody that ended up getting you zero points on your bench, that's not that's not a uh, championship material right there. Yeah, don't stay up to four o'clock in the morning. That too. You yeah, know, no. don't drink a whole case of beer while staying up to four o'clock. And in the if you do, just change your lineup beforehand. Yeah. Just do, do it in the middle just, of the week. Just drunk fancy football. Ten o'clock. Ten night. o'clock. Pull up your roster and be like, all right, who am I changing before I totally waste the night away and don't wake up in time for the one o'clock games? But hey, you know what? Now he knows for next time, and if he gets in the sacco bowl, he'll make sure to do it from this point on. We will see about <laughs> that one. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll end up getting him drunk that one, so maybe he forgets. Oh, that's just. That's just cor- cor- uh, commissioner collusion right there. What? <laughs> that get, uh, intentionally getting somebody drunk so they don't set their lineup. Yeah, that's not intentionally that's because kinda, of that, but you know if it's ooh. a con- if it's a consequence, ooh, you know everyone's responsible for their own team, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. in the bylaws now. Nah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But yeah, okay. Let's let's go over the ranking reviews after week thirteen. Joe went on to shake it away. We have our top two teams at nine and four. We have Kevin and Mike staying in their same positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, a little bit of variance here. We have Chris dropping to eight and. Five, mm-hmm. still holding up that number three seed. Yes, uh, we have Lolly uh, being the lone seven and six team, moving up a spot to number four. Then we have our big chunk of six and seven teams. We have myself. No, we have Dom at five, uh, dropping down. Uh, we have myself moving up two to six. We have Johnny dropping down one to seven. Brian jumping up one to eight. Mm-hmm. Kristen dropping t- down two to all nine. S- all six and seven. All six and seven. Yep. Yep. And then at the very bottom, we salute him. We have Gooby at two and eleven. We salute you, Gooby. You're hold- you're holding strong in the basement. The foundation of this league, if you want to call it that. It's <laughs> a big foundation. <laughs> big foundation of the league right now. Uh, going over the playoff odds, we have Kevin and Mike and Chris all locked in for playoffs. Uh, I believe Kevin and Mike are definitely locked in for the uh, bye weeks right now with points um, for and, yes. their, and their record. So no matter what really happens, if Chris does happen to win and they both lose, their points are going to carry them into the bye weeks. Um, we have Lolly at a 94, 94% chance with the one lone 6-7 and seven, um, score going into the playoffs. He has a 94% chance of making it. And then we have that cluster of 6-7s and sevens based on points for and place in the league right now. Dom at 59% to make playoffs. Joe at 47. Johnny at 46. Me at 20. And Christian at 34% to make the playoffs. Gooby, of course, not in the running. but First one out. Right f- officially out. Yep. Um, yep, yep things yep. to note. Chris's spot is not locked up. Lolly has points on Chris. So if Chris loses this week and Lolly wins, Lolly will jump up to number three. Right, which, you know, I don't think is a big deal to Chris because then he's just facing it's just a different seed spot at that point. Yep. It's not like he's fighting for a bye week though. That's the only that's the only uh, movement that could happen at the top of the board. Yeah, which is why I'm saying right now, top of the league, boring right now. Yes. Kevin Kevin can talk about getting oh, you know, I can face I can want to keep the first seed, whatever. Nobody cares. All yep. right. Mike and Kevin, if <laughs> if Kevin wins, he, he gets the first seed. If if he loses and Mike wins, he loses first seed. Mike goes the two. It, what like okay, whatever. Who cares? You're gonna see the the semis no matter what. Nobody's yep. really looking at that right now, especially two weeks out. The right now, it's all about four to nine. Yeah, right now. So and the big thing is, let's go through them. Dom versus yep. Christian. That's gonna be a big matchup. They're yes. the only team that are directly competing against each other for this playoff spot. Yep. Essentially, it's a win and you're in for that game. Uh, for Dom. For Dom, yes. For Christian, it's a win and hope you get have enough points for to make it in yeah. kind of situation. 
Uh, Lolly is the only one that's really kind of locked up there. He's not really in the contention for the yep. six nine spot. Oh if, shoot! I actually didn't realize this. Lolly and Chris are facing each other, yes. so they are facing each other for the third and fourth spot. Yes, exactly. So that's or that, to kick Lolly down. Right, kick Lolly down, which he might fall like maybe fifth. I don't know about like something like that, but he's got the points for and the game on him yes. to really make it happen. The interesting matchups are going to be the ones in the lower br- bracket. So I think the harder matchup for sure, the hardest matchup of the week right now is definitely Joe in six facing yep. Kevin in first. Roughest matchup. Roughest matchup. Rough, just roughest matchup hands down. And then the right right behind you, it's going to be me in eighth versus Mike in second. Yes. Not the best matchup either, and my record against those Mike are, is not And those good. were the two highest scoring teams last week. Yes, exactly. Two highest scoring teams on the year. Mm-hmm. And to contrast that, Johnny's matchup is against Gooby, who has bye weeks and injuries loaded on his team. Yes. Probably the easiest play to slowly, softly serve himself into the playoffs. With Unfortunately this for Johnny, he has a, also has a lot of injuries. So we'll yes. see how that one goes through. Yeah. So out of the five people that are fighting right now, it'll really be who wins and then the matchup tie in that order. If you lose your matchup this week, no matter who you're uh, out of the six and uh, seven teams, you have to hope that three out of the four remaining six and seven teams also lose the matchups, or you're immediately out. Yes. If any of the other teams win, you're not you're not getting in the playoffs. So you need at least three out of the four other teams to lose their matchup to get in the playoffs. I mean, it's set up that way. You know, one of Dom and Christian are going to lose. Yes, exactly. And then if Dom wins, he's pretty much in the playoffs no matter what. If yes. Christian loses, he is lowest in points for as th- as the things stand right now. Yeah. So he also needs to win points for. So he needs to put not only win but put up a big game. He can't squeak by with an eighty-eight to a ninety point ninety point win that's mm-hmm. no, that's pretty much going to guarantee he loses if other people win their playoff spots so it's definitely one of the tightest runs for playoffs that we've seen in the last 10 years of the leagues hands down yes. i think straight totally up. i mean we've always seen like you know four people you know kind of like oh but like you know and then like the last person's really like oh if this happens if this happens and like the stars align no this is like hey five people have a legit chance to get those last two spots in the playoffs definitely an interesting matchup for sure and the minor hiccups are showing themselves now because yes. they, you know everyone had to make a couple moves earlier in the season when they, they wouldn't be in this position mm-hmm. but here we are yeah yeah so really it's just going to be anybody's game we're really looking at those matchups i think the most interesting matchup by far and probably a matchup of the week later in the podcast that we're going to talk about will be dom and christian because yes. they're directly competing six and seven spots so that's definitely, definitely, you know, best of luck to everybody in week 14. So we wrap up week 13. Let's move on to this week 14. We're just running right through this one. Yeah. We have our waiver wire wrap up. We had nine moves. We had 11 bids. Mm. 179 spent. I mean, also 179 bids. Listen, bid. this is one of the most important weeks of fantasy. If you're going to spend your money, you're going to do it now. Yeah. Big, big pickup. Lolly throwing down $55 for... The Dallas Cowboys defense. Biggest money spend we've seen on a defense this season by far. Yes. Who are they playing this week? That's the question. They are playing the Washington football team. I don't yeah, that's a that's an interesting pickup. Like I said before, I think it was last week, you never bet on those NFC East Division games. They yep. are always gonna be a tricky situation to handle and put foresight on. So this is an interesting play that might make or break Lolly's. And playoffs. it's at Washington. Yes. Maybe he's hoping for weak quarterback play. Um I think the Cowboys lead the league in interceptions. They do so far. So maybe that's what Lolly is banking on this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's a bold move, but I think it's one that could definitely cement him into getting Chris's spot for sure so I think it's uh, uh, definitely a good money spent we'll see if it pays off though in points 
Next up, we have Jermichael Hasty going to Christian for $35, outbidding my $0 bid. And this is the only person on the running back core for San Francisco that came out of the last game healthy, correct? Yes. Everybody, everybody else, else got banged up. Everybody else is on injury. Um, <laughs> and we don't really know the seriousness of the injuries. They've all popped up on the report this week. Yeah. We'll see if any of them play. But, you know, good pickup by Christian, securing a running back that – you know, might take over a backfield where that scores a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, a little bit of caution, though, for Christian. A little heads up if you listen to the podcast. The San Francisco backfield has been shaky and unpredictable at best. Matt Nagy loves to throw around uh, misinformation to other teams. You're not, not Kyle Nagy. Shannon, uh, Kyle Shannon. Kyle Shannon. Shannon. Yeah, yeah. He loves to put, put in misinformation and keep you guessing on what's going to happen in that situation. For example, Elijah Mitchell last week played with a finger injury. Everybody thought he was going to sit out. He played the whole game, got 25 points either last week or two weeks ago. So just be a little cautious throwing him directly into your lineup. I'd get as much information as you can before putting him in. Next up, we have Harrison Butker going to Lolly for 31 points. I actually really like this pickup. I do, too. I thought about picking up Harrison Butker. Mm-hmm. I don't really trust the, the Kansas City offense either way right now. But I mean, but isn't isn't that a reason? Isn't that a reason to grab the kicker at that point? No, I meant like in a good way or a bad way. Okay. I don't know which way it's leaning. Yeah, like it it leads bad, but it could always go good, and then he doesn't get that many points. Yeah, it, dep- it depends on how bad on how where the bad is. If the bad is yeah. getting to the line and having to kick it, that's great for your kicker. If the bad is throwing interceptions, that's obviously not going to be good for your kicker's points. I just want to look up his points. He had twelve points last week, so you know maybe he would have been a good pickup. Yeah, you know, but, but hey, listen, all these again. Flashing the cash, he's got it. He's going to spend it. Yep. <laughs> then we have a questionable pickup. We have Taysom Hill going to Christian for twenty one dollars. I don't understand it. I actually really like this pickup. Uh, okay, explain. I, I do really like this pickup. Okay, first of all, Taysom Hill has been kind of solidifying his situation as um, a garbage time quarterback, okay. where they he kind of is a bad play real life quarterback for yes. for the Saints, but his points coming he on the them. week. He, he, he scores them. He gets, like, the team kind of relaxes. They're kind of trailing by, like, 20 points, and then he throws, like, bombs down the field. And so and he, and he pretty, he's pretty accurate with it. Yeah, and Plus, I mean, he's, he's got the running game behind him, too. He likes to cut on the outside and go in for those touchdowns. So. And he's playing the Jets this week. Exactly, yeah. But is he going to start Taysom Hill over Lamar Jackson? Depends. Who is, who is uh, Baltimore Cleveland. going against? Cleveland has a very good defense this uh, year. Actually, they I believe they played two weeks ago. So yes. let me just pull that up real quick. And I believe Cleveland kept them in check two weeks ago, if I, if memory serves me correctly. Um, and to be oh, fair, yeah, he scored nine points. Yeah. So uh, I would I All don't right. know if uh, Lamar Jackson's the cle- the safest play. I take it back. But uh, Taysom Hill is isn't exactly a, an immediate start position there he's kind of kind of monitor the situation especially because i think the browns have a couple injuries on the defensive line that's yeah. again going to be keeping a close eye on things before you start one or the other for sure then we have johnny picking up mike davis for 15 dollars. i i do i i okay i don't like the player but i do like the play from johnny he needs the running back depth he he learned hard in the middle of the season as we know that his running backs going down cost him with not having that depth and mike davis did get some decent points in the last I, two games, right? I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at Mike Davis's points on the year, I don't know. I want to see if Johnny trusts him. On the year, it's terrible. I'm no, sure. no. So since week seven, week since week seven, yes. he's one point, nine point one, two point three, one point eight, three point five, five point six, fourteen point nine. Right. So I don't know if this is Johnny chasing a little bit of points right now. It might be, or it might be just the fact that Cordell Patterson's still a little banged up. And they need to get him in as more of a change of pace back, and or more of a, a little more of a um, push running back kind of situation to it. So, 
We'll see how that goes. Either way, not a bad pickup. Yeah. Because um, he needs the help there. He, d- he does need the depth, so I, I 100% agree on picking up somebody for your running back depth, Johnny. It was a good move. Next up, we have Christian taking the uh, Los Angeles Chargers defense for $12. Uh, we'll go through the – we also have Johnny picking up uh, the New England defense for $10. Brian, he outbid you for zero. And, Brian, you picked up the Carolina defense for right. $0. Um, I do like the New Orleans defense and the Carolina defense. Obviously, I picked those up. I think that the Charger defense is going to be a little bit of a trap. I know they're going up against a pretty much, you know – hobbled Giants offense right now but I I don't know I feel bad about it I don't know why I I don't know why it gives me such a bad feeling about the Chargers defense I think they're going to score pretty low this because you don't want the Giants no 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 no, no. I'm pretty much giving up on the Giants the uh Daniel Jones is uh you know got an injury a neck injury now so there I'm not really going to be home team advantage I just think this is going to be a trap maybe I think it's going to be a trap defense game for sure. maybe the Chargers will just own the ball the entire time. I think that's what's going to happen. And the Chargers won't have enough playing time. Especially be, especially if Saquon, uh, they just give the ball to Saquon because of the quarterback injury and the Giants control the clock. I think they're going to not have a lot of opportunities for the Chargers to do something defensive-wise. Yep. Yeah, a whole so, bunch of three and outs, you know. Yeah. that's they, not. You, know, you ain't scoring points. Yeah, that's not going to score your points with the three and outs. You need, you need to get interceptions. You need to stop the ball. I mean, they might not get a lot of yardage, but you're not going to get a lot of points you might, you, outside of that. Yeah, you won't get the negative points, but right, you, you, gotta get get the the, you need to get the positives. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think the Chargers are going to get under five points this week. I think with the other two defenses, the New Orleans and uh, Carolina, I think there's going to be a lot of back and forth in those games, especially with those defenses playing a little better in recent uh, weeks. So we'll see how that goes. And then our last pickup, uh, Samaj P. Ryan, I picked him up for $0. Joe Mixon is sick right now. Yes. So had to make that call to let's get the backup in just in case Joe Mixon does not go this week. I mean, hey, listen, you get that report on Saturday night, Sunday morning that Joe Mixon isn't going, you, you'd immediately have a plug-in. That's yep. good insurance for sure. <laughs> uh, notable free agents. Um, I just noticed one. We had Jermichael Hate Mc- or Jermichael Hasty. Johnny picked him up. Yeah, John, uh, Christian picked Christian up. picked him up for thirty five dollars. And then was I just looking at the wrong team? Because he is on Johnny's team now. Yeah. <laughs> did I just did I just write it wrong? Was that Johnny's? Was that Johnny's pickup? That was, that I, was Johnny's I, I pickup. Wrote it wrong. Yeah, that okay. was Johnny's pickup. So before we were talking about Johnny picking up Jermichael Hasey, not Christian. He must have outbid Christian. No, he outbidded me. Oh. I, I think I just got confused on the naming All and right. everything. No worries. Uh, yeah, so Johnny actually picking up Jermichael Hasey. And that's even more running back depth. More so. running back depth for Johnny. I yeah. like that one better than the Mike Davis, but, you know, he picked them both up. Yeah, so that's, that's a good uh, situation. There. All right, back to our notable free agents. We have Dom picking up Derek Carr. Again, needed. Hurts is not going to be in this week. He's got a bye week. Um, then Dom dropping Derek Carr for Ben Roethlisberger. Which... Wait a minute! I don't even like who that. paid him to do that move. But then again, you know it is it is Ben's last season as it's yep. reportedly coming. So maybe he's gonna go out trying to get some wins here. Yeah. So we'll see. Oh, okay. This is why Gooby's sitting in the basement. All right. He has Travis Kelsey. Right. Yes. We went over this. This Logan Thomas. All this stuff. Yes. yes he yes, ends yes. up picking up Hunter Henry for some reason. I think he, he played dropped him. him. He dropped him. Now he drops him and picks up Tyler Higby, another tight end. You got well, Travis. He, he did drop Logan Thomas though. Yeah, but he's on IR. Like that doesn't matter. Like why? Like why does he keep picking up tight ends? 
when he has Travis Kelsey. I mean, you know. Yeah, Travis Kelsey didn't have a good week. He's going he hasn't had a couple, good couple of weeks. But it's not like you're playing Tyler Higby over Travis Kelsey. It's no, just but then again, with the way Gooby's team is li- lined up, he might play Tyler Higby in a flex. Uh, Brian, you picked up Russell Gage. Yep. Uh, dropping Rashad Bateman. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Rashad Bateman doesn't go off this week. Uh, I think that's a pretty... Um, Pretty good pickup. I was looking at Russell Gage, but every time I play Russell Gage, he scores no points. Okay. So I didn't want to well, go with Well, him. to be fair, Russell Gage has had a lot good last two weeks. Yes. And That's Rashad, why I like him. And Rashad Bateman is going up against the Browns, which we just discussed is it owned uh, the Ravens offense last week. So this is yep. more of a now pickup than a than a, than a season-long pickup. So it's a win-now situation. And then <laughs> the last interesting one I would say is I picked up Khalil Herbert. And um, I think it's interesting because you dropped a Carol. I had uh, nobody Cardinals else. Defense. I had nobody else to drop. That, that's going to be an interesting uh, waiver situation there, the Cardinals um, defense going into the I next. I picked up Khalil Herbert because uh, David Johnson was, perf- was reported to have multiple injuries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So wanted to lock that down. Have him as an option this week if I wanted to play him. All right, hey, listen, like, you know, options and depth. The Cardinals never... scared me, but yeah, I you know mean, what? It's this is the week that need I need to make or you, break. You so. can't keep something for playoffs if you're not going to make Ex- them. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway, let's go right into the previews. We have uh, four, the one of the worst bye weeks. Not, the not, most we ever have is four teams. The mo- yeah, the most we ever had is four teams, and this is another fourteen bye week. So, so we have the Indianapolis Colts, the Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, and the Philadelphia Eagles all on bye this week. Yeah, um, some pretty big hitters. We'll go right into it. First matchup of the week, we have me versus Christian. The one versus the you current. versus Kevin. Um, yes. Why does he keep saying <laughs> me versus Christian? Maybe because I wish I was playing Christian this <laughs> week. Uh, me versus Kevin. Uh, the number one versus the number six. Um, it's not looking good for me, Brian. No, no, it's not. Uh, My like playoff you, hopes are gonna be. Right now, the projected score is you're you with with tough. the lineup right now that everybody has set. You have one twenty six point eighteen to projected Kevin's one fifty one point twenty five. Yeah, that that's not good. No, but you have hope because Eckler is questionable, Devonta Adams is questionable, and uh, you never know how this matchup's going to go. I like my matchups, yeah, which is good. I mm-hmm. like Dak versus. I mean, Dak versus CD Lamb. You said it before. It's the yeah, the NFC East matchups. You but never know how it's going to go. Yeah, I hope Dak goes off. You I need, need him. You to need go the connection off. stack. You need the connection stack. Yep. Um, Joe Mixon is questionable, but like we if just I, discussed, I have P Ryan. You have P Ryan to put him back up, and uh, Harris is playing tonight. Yes. Um, we're recording this on Thursday against Minnesota, which um, I think that's a pretty good play. They're obviously going to give him the ball a lot. He's good in the pass catching game, which I think is a little bit of Minnesota's weakness yep. for throwing it right over the line there. I need so. to hope that Elijah Moore plays. That's going to be a big question for you. Yeah. If Elijah Moore does not play, who are you putting in? Jerry Judy. Okay. All right. I have to. There's no other choice. I have no <laughs> other wide receivers. It's Jerry Judy. All Versus right. Detroit, which, I mean, not the worst. Yeah, you know, they got their first win, though, so they might be on a little bit of a high. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I think this is a rough matchup. This oh, is yeah. the matchup I did not want to see at the end of the year. Yes. Um, if I would have beat Mike two weeks ago, this would have been not oh, as stressful. Yes. Um, but seeing as it's pretty much win and in or win and have a better shot at being in. Because yeah. if I lose, I need four other teams to lose. You need three of the other four teams that are six and seven to lose, including the Dom Christian matchup. So that means you need three I mean, other people to lose. I need Dom to win. You need everybody else to lose if somebody loses. Yes, I need Christian, yeah. John, and I need, not only that, I have to beat Johnny by seven points. Yeah. Or more than... Right, exactly. Seven points. Yeah. Or l- 
if he, he can't beat me more than seven points. Right, 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 right. So, but going over Kevin Seam, Kyler Murray has a tough matchup against the Rams, who have a pretty good defense, though he is Kyler Murray. He's going to put up points. Um, Eckler's going up against the Giants, which we just discussed that game. I yep. think it's going to be maybe a little more passing game that that, or maybe it's going to be a little more of a time control game. We'll see the, how that the goes. The big thing that I'm hoping for is that the Buffalo defense is going to come back after last week's game. You know they they got they got beat by the by the Patriots. Maybe now, they're going to lock down Tom Brady. Now, this to time. be fair, in the game last week, the game uh the game that against the Patriots, yes. the Patriots only had three passing attempts in the entire game. Yep. Buffalo had a defense that was going strictly against the run game, and they had one lucky break off for a, a big run from Damian Harris. But other than that, all of their other runs were punts, stop three and outs. And two field goals. Yeah. So from a run defense, that's really, really good. I mean, they, I think the Patriots put up like 200-something yards across the board, but I guess when you run every single play every besides play, three. Every play, every play. So, you know. so and, and you know that the Chargers don't run every play. Yeah. It, it, I understand Tampa that. Bay. I understand. Well, yeah, yeah. I, but I understand that the charge that uh, Tampa Bay has the the passing option, which they're obviously going to lean on a little more. So you're not going to have as many runs. So you're hoping that's going to stop Fournette a little bit, put his score down a little bit. I'm also think that Justin Jefferson is going to be a little weak this week because it's a short week. He's, you know, obviously they're obviously going to focus him. Now on, they can lock him down. Now they can lock him down with Thielen not pulling any coverage, and so you and know, if um, Dalvin Cook is out. Yes, that's obviously going to be a lot more. They're going to just stack it on Jefferson and hope to just stop the 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 long game on him. Another interesting thing: Devontae Adams versus Chicago early in the season only scored ten points. Mm-hmm. So you know, I got to hope for matchups. That that's my only my only pray here is hoping my my better matchups hold out. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the, my predictions here. I think Elijah Moore is going to be a questionable play. He's either going to yeah. get you two points or he's going to get you 20. Got to go with him. Uh, that's that's up to you. But I think Pitts is uh, um, the one that's going to hurt you here. Not that you have many options yeah. to switch him out with, but I think Pitts is going to be a rough go in your tight end spot. For that, Kev- that's all not locked in. I have yeah. De- I have Dawson Knox. Right, so right, right. For Kevin, for Kevin? Kevin. <sighs> Kevin, ooh, I think the Mike Evans, Levin Fournette, uh, combo is going to be rough. It's going to. I think what Kevin, what he's going to have to look out for is if Keenan Allen is playing this week and who he takes out for Keenan Allen. I think if, he, if I was him, I'd take uh, if Keenan Allen plays. I think he plays Evan, uh, takes him out, takes Evans out, and puts Keenan Allen in. See, I I think that's what he might that what he should do. I think he takes out Josh Jacobs. Okay, Josh Jacobs against Kansas City. I don't think he should, but I think that's what the move he's going to make. All right, all right. And then he did pick up Packers defense in the middle of last week because they were on by, and they're going up against Chicago, who hasn't, who's getting Justin Fields this week, correct? Yes, they okay. scored seven point two four, uh, seven and a quarter points against the Bears earlier in the season. All right, so we'll see how that works out. Definitely, um, obviously one of the uh, the high stakes matchup for you yep. this week. I think that Kevin will. I ha- I think Kevin will take the lead. I think take Kevin the will have the I lead. Mean, and I think this is going to be a 20-point game one way or the other. Ooh. I think that if Kevin falls, he's going to fall hard. We'll see how this goes in the matchup. What is Kevin's lowest scoring week? That's what I want to check real quick before we move on. What okay. is Kevin's lowest scoring? I, I will say that Kevin does have, for the Bro League this year, multiple record top 10 scoring games. Yeah. And the, so and so and the when, one he, when time, he booms, he booms. And the one time I played him, he scored 195 points. I scored 173. Right. You right. Know? And that wasn't even the highest scoring game that he had this no, season. 
So because he broke 200 this year, but I do believe he has a couple of weaker weeks. And 98 points to start the season. Yeah. So I mean, you so know. it can happen. It can happen. It can happen. And I think, and I think the Buffalo defense is going to be a big factor in that for sure. So we'll we'll see how that matchup goes. Um, again, I think it's going to be a 20 point game. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it to anybody though because I, I like to see a little bit of a uh, rough and tumble here. Next up, Brian, we have you versus Mike. Uh, this is an interesting matchup. Mike's projected to win 134 to 113. Yes. Um, it's going to come down to a couple things. A couple things. So my two major concerns here going into the week are, A, Mike Williams is technically tagged for COVID right now. Yes. That's not good. <laughs> he he did test negative, so if you get any, I believe he is vaccinated. So if he tests negative again, he'll be cleared. If you if he does not play, you play Russell Gage. Yes, that's that's the entire reason I picked up Russell Gage. Um, the oh. other the other problem, <laughs> Tony Pollard. He what did he tear? He <laughs> tore the plantar fasciitis muscle. Don't know where that is. It's in <laughs> it's in the bottom of your foot. Oh no! Like the very middle of your foot. Oh, that it that sucks. I had this like. <laughs> Pull a couple years ago when I was playing frisbee, and it sucks. So he's going to be a game time decision at best. If he doesn't play, I I guess I'm putting in either Shep or Williams. Or you're going to the or you're going to or the I'm waiver going wire. To the waiver wire, but you know, as we said before, waiver wire is not the healthiest place right now. Either way, the rest of my lineup, my matchups aren't the best. Yep. Um, I got some pretty tough matchups um, for everybody else, and I'm still not confident with Mooney, even though uh, Fields is coming back, who likes to pass to him. So Mike's team is obviously second in the league for a reason. He's poised to put up points. Um, uh, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, so Mike's team, I think it does come down to if Tony Pollard plays. If he yeah. plays, that helps you immensely because you also are taking away points from Zeke. Yes. If he doesn't play, that doubly hurts you because the points are going to most likely go to Zeke. Exactly. Um, I think Mike is playing a little risky playing Jamison Crowder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crowder hasn't played well uh, these past few weeks. Um, I guess it's if Montgomery plays and that gets switched out. So that's what he's doing right now. I also think a big contribution to Mike's points or a big reason why I might win this week is Kittle. Kittle historically hasn't put up back-to-back 30-point games, and okay. he's primarily a pass uh, a pass blocker for for games, especially against um, Cincinnati. I think they're going to have a lot of opportunities to throw the ball in San Francisco, so hopefully they do that, and Debo and Ayuk are going to get a little more action than Kittle will in the end zone. I'm gonna say this gonna this game's gonna come down to ten points. I think Mike's gonna take it. Um, you know unfortunately what? for you, you know what? I love it because that's exactly what you said last week against Gooby, and I pulled out the win by ten, by twenty points. So you know what? I'm gonna say the exact same thing. If I don't win this week, I'm chugging a beer on the next podcast. All right. <laughs> I want you to lose, Brian. You want me to lose, and that's just how it's going to be. I want both of us to win and then everybody else to lose. So then we're in the top and everybody else is down there. That's what I want to happen. So I want Christian to win. I want Johnny to lose and us to win. And then we just outscore Johnny and Christian. And then we're we're up You know what? I'll take Christian. (laughs) Wait. That's what you want because Christian's bottom points. If I win, then I want Christian to win. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because <laughs> you don't want Dom to win. <laughs> if I lose, I want Christian to lose. But that's just our opinion. Of course, everybody's rooting for their own horse. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, obviously, I want myself to win. But I think this is going to be a hard matchup for sure. Definitely one of the hardest matchups, as we said before, for me and Joe going into this week. Next up, we have Johnny versus Gooby. The easiest matchup for the bubble right now. Yeah. Um, Way easy matchup. And let's the go craziest, over why. The craziest thing is they're both tied with projections at 110. 
which you know this is kind of the the I think this is going to be the projected wet noodle fight, but the actual holy shit, what's going on fight of yes. the week. Honestly, Johnny Johnny should have this one in the bag, right? He Cause, should because right now we actually we hold on, let's go back real quick. We didn't even go over any buys. So oh, far. oh well, yeah. But we'll just start here. Johnny has Boston Scott and Philip Lindsay on buy. I don't think I that think really he matters. dropped Philip Lindsay. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I don't think that matters. Big thing is, Gooby has. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. JT's on by, and that's his, like, main staple. That's the rock of his team. Not only does he have Jonathan Taylor on by, he has Adam Thielen on, uh, who's out. Who's Gooby's quoted rock of his team, even though he had Jonathan Taylor on his team. Yes. What was that, week five? He's like, the rock of my team, Adam Thielen. We're like, bro, you got Jonathan Taylor. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, those are two, I think, the top two players of his team out yes. for Gooby right now. That so being Gooby, said. <laughs> Gooby is playing KJ Osborne, which, whew. Woo. He's playing Dontrell Hillard. We'll see if he could, you know, he had a big game before they went into bye. Mm-hmm. So maybe that is Gooby's savior, but he's also still has to play Devin Singletary. To be fair, let's let's give Gooby some credit. We just talked about them locking down Justin Jefferson as a deep threat. Yeah. We, that I guess that hopes that he's going to take um, Osborne and put him in for the Thielen route, do some shortcuts, mid, mid-range plays, get him a, a lot of passbacks. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the, the uh, play there for Gooby. Maybe he'll get... Over 20 points. So for Gooby, let's see. What do we do with his team? I think the big question, you sit down and you think, if Julio Jones is playing, he's been practicing all week, Ooh. he's designated to, to return from IR, oh. if he comes back, do you play him? I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. He's he's older. He's, he's a veteran. With A.J. Brown on IR. He'd be the main target, and it's against Jacksonville. Uh, Julio Jones is not the Julio Jones of years past, man. If I think he's more of a DeAndre Hopkins uh, fake trick play. He'll get a couple passes, maybe as, a touchdown. As somebody who has nothing to lose this week. Who would you put him in on? Do you start your old boy? Gooby, we know Gooby likes his boys, oh. and Julio Jones is the OG Gooby boy. So I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You're saying start him over Chenault? Start him over Chenault? Yep. Okay. Cole Beasley? Cole Beasley, though, I think Josh Allen's going to have a tear after last game. I think. I, think I don't think it's going to Cole Beasley. Uh, well, you, you Cole Beasley that. hasn't scored over over 10 points since week eight. Yeah, but I think if uh, Josh Allen goes on a tear, it's going to be, I think Beasley might catch K.J. Osborne? I just talked about how I like Osborne, though. I like Osborne this week because he's not going to have the coverage. Personally. I, I, think, I think if you're Gooby, you go with that. The old boy. And then this is his, this I don't is his trust farewell tour. I don't trust the Gooby. Julio Jones' fail, farewell tour. Because he'll never be on Gooby's team. Never, <laughs> who knows if he'll be, even be in the NFL next year. Jesus. His farewell tour for the Gooby's regular season. Send him on his way. Well, either way. Send him on his way. E- either way. Either way. I think that this is going to be a projected close matchup. Gooby, we're talking about Gooby's team a lot. I want to discuss Johnny's team. Oh, that's where we're going to go. Because Johnny's team, first of all, Mitchell's playing through multiple injuries right yes. now. He has a concussion and a knee injury. Yeah. Was not at practice today. Plus, he's still dealing with that finger injury, I believe. I think it's a lingering injury yes. with that. Luckily for Johnny, he picked up Hasty. Yeah, he's got the running back death now to cover that. The other thing is T. Higgins, does he continue to be the top option in Cincinnati? He's also hurt. He's Ankle also injury. Hurt. He did return to practice today. Yes, yes. So that's good for him. But those are big questions, whether both those players contribute to his team, because you look at his bench, 
Tevin and, Coleman. Uh, Tevin Coleman. Co- concussion. Yeah, concussion. Alex Collins. That that big trade abdomen. Piece. That big trade piece. Alex, Alex Collins practice, but does does he get any part of that backfield, or no. does that go to Adrian what? Peterson? Yeah, that goes straight to Adrian Peterson. Alex Collins hasn't done shit this year, let alone the last three years. Yep. Come on, come on, Alex Collins. I. Oh, oh, we got. Oh, never mind. Wrong league. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we were just talking about uh, Cole Beasley. Goobies, uh, Johnny's playing Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. So I mean, I like the Emmanuel Sanders play just because you know it takes away Josh Allen points if he actually decides to throw to Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. He did in the beginning of the year. Not so much this past the past since their bye. Really, I think that the I think that the big surprise of this week is going to be Herbert. Okay. Herbert's going to get under 15 points. Ooh. I think that Giants game is going to be a straight-up, like, 6-7-like pl- game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring bullshit clusterfuck, personally. Um, so I think that Herbert's going to be the big problem in Johnny's team, and then those injuries you got to look out for as well. I think for Gooby's team, I think you just got to get rid of Singletary, personally. Yeah. Against Tampa but, Bay. Uh, but what do you play? He has nothing to play. That's the issue. Throwing La- throw Latavius Murray or Callaway. He can't. Or Higby. He Play need, Higby. He, no, he can't. He needs a running back. Uh, Wait. Did Johnny? Wait. No, yeah. yeah throw throw. Him. I, I mean, I'd rather play Murray against the Browns than I'd play Singletary against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's run defense has been stout this yeah. year. So. Go- Gooby needs a running back. I don't believe there's Amir Abdullah. Yeah, there's not a lot of options on the way. David Johnson. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not going to see a lot. Anyway, like I said, this is, this is poised to be the wet noodle fight of the season. With the two low, with the two teams that have everything to lose, and uh, a lot of buys and injuries going on, I'm I say that I want to see Gooby streak broken before the Sacco Bowl. Amen. I want to see Gooby streak broken. Amen. You, you said he was going to break it last week against me. I said no. I'm winning. Screw you. Amen. I'm saying that I want to see Gooby pull it out and play spoiler for this league. I'm saying. This is what's going to happen. And if, if Gooby loses, it's because this is what's going to happen. Okay, this is on record. Julio Jones, 20 points. <laughs> that is not a bet. I'd, 15 to 20 take. points. Julio not, Jones. I am not taking that. I'm not taking that bet. Julio if, Jones. I think Julio Jones definitely gets under 15. We'll see how that works 15 out. 15 to 20. No, under 15 for Julio. That's that's a bold statement. That's Game a, winning touchdown. That's a bold statement. That, the that, Gooby Steve. Okay, all right. You heard it here first. Go- Gooby will be decided on the Julio Jones. You heard it from Joe right here. Next up, we'll move on to the next matchup. We have the three and the four deciding on who will be the number three seed. Yes. We have Chris versus John Lolly. Um, I'm going to give this straight off, give this win straight up to John Lolly. Uh, he's going to take over the third seed. Uh, Chris's team is not looking too well right now. Mm. Um, he has Devontae Parker on by Lolly has Jalen Waddell and the New England defense. Chris has Javante Parker, Jacoby Myers, Myers, Dallas Goddard, and Mac Jones all on by. Um, Chris I, has to hope. Nope. DeAndre Chris, Swift still out, not practicing this week. But he's uh, going, he's trending up. So he could play this week. I think this is go- this week is going to entirely depend on whether Swift plays. If Swift comes back with that shoulder injury, I think he's going to play. I think Chris has yes. immediately got a running back on his team. He swaps out Parker. He puts in uh, A.J. Dillon. I think he's got a pretty good shot to beat John Lally. Yeah. I'm going to give this one to Chris if Swift plays. If Swift doesn't play, it's an easy Lally victory for me. All right, so Chris still has Ronald Jones in his lineup. He has... 
Devontae Parker, who's on by in his lineup, so he has to make two moves. The only players he has on his bench are Ty Johnson, um, who's probably not going to get any points. Yeah. He has DeAndre Swift and A.J. Dillon. So if he has to make two roster moves, I mean, he has to make two roster moves, he better hope that DeAndre Swift plays. Yeah. And like I said, if Swift plays, it's Chris's game, in my opinion. Not No discount to Lolly. I think Lolly's going to put up a great fight. It's going to be close. But if Swift plays, it's Chris's game. If uh, Swift doesn't play, it's all Lolly by, uh, let's say, 15. So Lolly, he has Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is officially active as of 35 minutes ago. And scheduled to take his usual workload, according to the coach team. Um, That's what they said. DK Metcalf, 28 minutes ago, comes down with an illness. Mm. So he missed practice on Thursday. The good thing is, though, that uh, Lolly's got a little bit of uh, leeway there. He's got Waller that he could put in if he if he yeah. plays, and then he's got Cortland Sutton. Who so, can yeah, put so, up some solid points. so DK, DK um, did not practice this week uh, with a foot injury, and now he's come down with an illness. Okay. So, li- if anything, Lolly has to switch out DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has uh, Darrell Henderson has been practicing this week, so Lolly has to hope that he's still plays after the zero active game. I think he's going to be a, he's going to be good to go. And Darren Waller is still not practicing. So yes, Lolly's Lolly. I mean, it could be rough for Lolly. It could, but you know, I think Lolly's right now projected for twenty points over Christian or uh, over Chris. Excuse me. And so, Chris still has moves to make. Yeah, and but we all know that Chris makes his moves on Sunday. Yeah. So. I, I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be closer. I think it's going to be a lot closer, but within 15. Um, but as I said, Lolly's game is with plays. My, my, and then Javante Williams might go down a little bit with Mr. Mailman coming back. Yeah. Yeah. My bold prediction is Dalvin Cook is not going to put up a lot of points today. Mm. Um, I think he's going to go down. You think he's going to get hurt or you're just going to be limited? He's going to re-aggravate something and so Madison's going to take over. So you think it's going to be more of a Zeke Pollard kind of situation? Yeah. Okay. All right, I, I definitely possible. Hope it's not, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm gonna give Wally the site lead. Okay. All right. Not not a lot of stake in this for us. Obviously, this is purely just for Chris and Wally. Yep. For sure. But um. Yeah, because we can't catch Wally in points. I mean, I might be able to catch him in points if I score like 30 more points in yeah, him. That's that's my only. My only hope. Yeah, but still, I mean, Lolly's pretty have much to win can, at that point. Yeah, yeah, and but Lolly's pretty much got a got a lock in the playoffs right now. Not not 100, percent but he Lolly would have to really get like an 80 point game or something to to be thrown. He into would need me, Dom, and Johnny all to beat him, with me and Johnny beating him by 30 or 40 points. Yeah, so he'd have to put up like a 60 to 80 point game, and you guys would have to throw up like 140s or yeah. something like that. So it's really un- unlikely, but. You know, I don't think there's going to be a lot of action in this game that the league's going to care about, but definitely interdivision stepping stone between yep. each other is going to be very nice matchup. Like like we both said, it's going to be close. And last but not least, we have our matchup of the week, oh boy. a repeat matchup of the week from earlier in the season. We had we spoke about this before. It's Dom versus Christian, both brothers sitting at six and seven. And it's the only matchup that, you know, we have a 6-7 and seven team facing each other. Yes. So, winner goes in, loser is probably out if it's Christian. All right, let me let me, let me me break this down for you real quick. Real, real quick questions, real quick uh, things here, observations. Two from each team, right? Yep. One, hate Dom's bench. Dom's bench, I think, is not what you want to see in an important game like this where people might get injured or you have so, people that you need to switch out. So, we have for Dom, Jalen Hurts on by, Nick Folk on by. Nick Folk has been a monster for Dom's team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian, we have Miles Gaskin and the Philadelphia Eagles, which he also dropped. So that he just has Miles Gaskins on by. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Dom has Kadarius Tony, who is um, a paper, like a paper bag. He's just tearing up all over the place. Yeah. Now hurt with. No, he came back today, but he's he's dealing with a, a quad and oblique injuries. He's been on off trending for in the, the wrong direction. Weeks. Yeah, he's been on off injury for the last four weeks, and Debo's got a little banged up too. Yep. Who's sitting on Dom's bench? Everybody else on by. Except for his defense, Buffalo Bills defense, who I wouldn't drop, which you know, fair, wouldn't drop, no. fair, but um, you know, I don't, I don't like Dom's availability on his bench right now. Second thing, we were questioning the Ben Roethlisberger play earlier. Do you think the Ben Roethlisberger pickup is a mind game play against Christian? Ooh, it could be. I mean, that's the only, that's the only explanation. That that it's either a mind game play or it's a connection play because he's starting Claypool. So if Claypool, if Claypool gets points, Dom gets points too. No, he has Deontay Johnson, but he's that going too. up against Christian's Claypool. The stack, it's or the Claypool's stack. actually on Christian's back. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Clay, Clay, no. Claypool's in his second, oh, his he first wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a stack plus a mind game plus. It's if Claypool gets points, you at least get some points off. Yeah. Him. So I think, I don't know if I agree with all that, but you know, we'll, we'll see if Roethlisberger does it. The two observations we're going to make for Christian's team, Cordell Patterson. Going up against Carolina's defense, I think that's going to be rough for Scordell. I think you still got to play him. I think you got to play him, but I think it's going to be rough going. Last time he played Carolina defense, he they he scored fifteen point seven points. Yes, um, and then the other thing I want to say about Christian's team is his quarterback situation, as we talked about before. Picked up Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill not playing him right now against the Jets, against Lamar Jackson's Cleveland. Do you think he should switch him out? Um, seeing that Lamar Jackson, it's. If he switches him out, it's going to be a trap game. Taysom Hill's not scoring any points. Okay. If he doesn't switch him out, Taysom Hill's going to go off and score 25 points. So, lose-lose mm-hmm. situation? Lose-lose situation. I do, to, to get, put a little positive on Christian's team, I do like Gronkowski play, even though he's against Buffalo. Gronkowski's going to pretty much a must-start uh, tight end at this point. So, um, I do like that. And then, like we like we said before, Don, Dante Johnson for Pittsburgh has been a, a shining spot for Dom's team yeah. going into the, going into the, uh, the lineup. Let's see. Uh, one other point I want to see. AJ Moore had seven point nine points against Atlanta. Okay, mm. um, yeah, I don't know how to call this one. I know how I want to call it. I want to call it. Christian's gonna win. That's that's what I want to do for the the playoff situation. Yeah. What's gonna actually happen? They both have good matchups across the board with some with some hard hitting points here and there. Gibson doesn't have a good matchup against Dallas. Chubb doesn't have a good matchup against Baltimore. But then Cordell Patterson doesn't have against Carolina. And then Gronk and Hunter Renfro are going up against hard matchups. For Christian, um, but they have easy matchups on the other side of their teams as well. I think Aaron Jones is going to be a deciding factor here because yep. depending on how much they limit him in split carries, because he has been a little banged up. He's fully cleared an injury report right now, but you never know if he's going to reaggravate anything. And then on the other side, Gibson, same thing. He had a fractured shin earlier in the season. I mean, it's been looking okay right now, and he's been definitely outscoring in the last couple weeks. You hope that doesn't flare up. Kamara also coming back first game of the season. This could be a make or break it, and could be the defining factor on that trade that he made. With Johnny, I think it's gonna come down to Kamara versus DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, uh, DeAndre, DeAndre hasn't been great since he came back, um, so he had he 10 was playing hurt. he was playing hurt last week and he did th- he did throw up a limited ten point game. Yeah, that's kind of what you want to see out of one of your studs like that. Right, right. That's why that's why I think yeah. you know he he had that first game shake off the rust. So we'll see if he gets more points this week. Yeah, and then uh, can Kamara come back to be what he was beforehand? All I know is that no matter what happens, both teams have to bring wow. their A game because if you make one misstep, it could be make or break the playoffs. Did you know Kamara has not scored under five points? He only scored one five point game. Everything else has been above twelve. This, this season? entire season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one five-point game everybody had was losing their mind in week two. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I don't know. Like I said, it's I, the both Dom and Christian both have to bring their A game. A hundred percent. One misstep could bring you out of the playoffs. I'm facing Kevin. I want Dom to win this week. Why do you want Dom to win this week? Because if he loses and I lose, I still can't beat him. If Christian, if Dom loses, he's out of the. No, I, that's, I mean I want Dom to win. Why do you want Dom to win? Because if I lose, I need Christian to lose. If you lose, you need you need either Dom or Christian, me and Johnny to lose. Right. You need everybody to lose. I can't have Dom lose because he's still ahead of me in points, so I only could need Christian to lose. If, but if Christian wins, you'll be – oh, okay, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I okay. can't beat Dom no matter what. Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Well, I, either way, either way. <laughs> Dom's winning. No, I think Christian. I think Christian's going to take this one in surprise here. He's he's projected the, the projection. The projection right now is one twenty four thirty six for Dom, one twenty five point twenty six for Christian. So eight it's point been a game. point. Eight point game. Mm, I think this. Is, I think this is going to be a fifteen point game. I think. I think there's going to be one major misstep on both teams, but I think one team is going to fuck it up more than the other. Personally, Dom put up a perfect game last week because just because of his bench. I think he can put up a perfect game this week. But I think it's going to be a bad move based on what the waivers bring. Eight-point game. That's my final call. All right. Going to Dom. Here we are. We're at the play- we're last week of the regular season. So yep. let's get at it. Hey, listen. This is this is the make-or-break-it week. Make-or-break-it. Probably the most important week of fantasy football for most players. Um, all I can say is that if you support the church, Church of Clutch, we can bless – your head, shoulders, knees, and toes, and everything in between, because you do not want to see a hurt player this week. There is no, there is no second chances. Yep, everything comes down to week fourteen for a playoff push. And just so everybody knows, rock, rosters lock for keepers at the end of the yes, they end do. of Monday night. End of Monday night, roster lock, rosters lock for keepers with the new keeper rule moving forward. But we'll bless those knees. Yep. Bless those knee elbows. Ble- bless head, everything. And we will see shoulders. you next week when we cover the craziness and who is in the playoffs going forward. I will see you next time. See you next week.